It's the Hero's Path, the podcast that you love, where it's Zelda, it's all his friends, there's the big rock guy, there's the horse, there's the uh, fish that is in love with him, there's the farm girl who's in love with him, green hair girl who's in love with him, everyone's in love with him. That's basically just true. That's basically the plot of the game. Yes. And um, today on Hero Path, Zach did some of the DLC. Yeah. Uh, I did the first DLC. DLC 1, uh, EX Trial of the Sword. Uh, Which I have not done. You've tried it, though. Oh, that's true. I, I no, you're right. I I have done it in that I tried it and gave up. Uh, it's 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 challenging, but we'll 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 get into it here in a second. Sure. Uh, any time after obtaining the master sword, you can do this. Basically, uh, like you pull the master sword from the pedestal, and then like the next time the game, like it, for me, it was the next time I loaded the game. Uh-huh. After having gotten the master sword, it's like, hey, you can come back here and try a challenge with the master sword. Uh, and what it is, is you put the Master Sword back in the pedestal to take on a series of, like, challenge rooms, uh, in the, like, Pit of a Hundred Trials, uh, vein. Yes. What's the- You and I always refer to this kind of thing as a Pit of a Hundred Trials, don't we? Yeah, what's the Wind- the Wind Waker one is called the Savage Labyrinth? Does the video game call it that, or is that just, like, a term that fans have adopted? I think the game calls it the Savage Labyrinth. Okay, I don't remember. Uh, that's the Wind Waker version. There's uh, many of these in many Zelda games. And in Paper Mario games. And in Paper Mario games, especially. And in Bug Fables. Did Bug Fables have? Yeah, it did. Yeah. But it was, I, I didn't, I didn't engage with it there. Me neither. Um, but here it's not a hundred and it's broken up into like three courses. There's like an easy, medium, hard course. And all it is, we should say for people who don't know what a pit of 100 trials is, is you're going to go into one room where you fight a bunch of guys, then you go to another room where you fight a bunch of guys, and then it's just more fight a bunch of guys. And it's like, can you last all the way through? Yeah, there's no breaks, or there's if there's a break in between, you don't get to like leave and come back or anything. You have to quit the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, And it's fun. Um. I actually streamed... Did I stream every time? Yeah, I streamed the whole thing. Uh, those VODs are lost to time because Twitch is not a great platform. Uh, but I know some people caught it. But I gave I it watched a, you fail some. You watched me do the first one where I jumped into the beginning trials and made a good run and then died to a mobman with a really good weapon. Uh, but I went back the next day you did a cool thing where you said, I'm going to do one run a day. Yeah, I thought it was going to take me a lot longer than it did. Yeah, me too. I I, I seriously thought, eh, Zach's not going to be able to make it. Um, I gave myself like two weeks wrong. before I gave up. Uh, but I, what ended up happening is I did watch somebody else play through it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Because I figured we were going to record very quickly after that. And I'm like, well, let me at least look at it and then we can talk about it. And then I can keep poking at it while we're doing other stuff. Uh, but like neither of those things came true. Cause it also took us a while to record again. Yes. <laughs> um, 
And so I ended up going three days in a row after having watched somebody else do it and kind of knew what some of the challenges were and uh, adopted some strategies I saw and then improved on some strategies I saw because Ooh. the person running it uh, was way more scared of Guardians than I am. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah. So it's kind of divided. It, uh, each one of the different sections of trials is divided up into there's the three the the beginning middle final trials are each divided up into sections within that with little break rooms in between and there's kind of a gimmick to each section Uh uh-huh uh oh we should say one other thing i think an important thing is it takes away all your clothes and weapons correct you are so you start out naked like even tide island yeah it's it's, and so Part of getting through the trials is um, amassing supplies from each of the rooms. And it's not randomized at all. It's all laid out very deliberately in a way that I think is good. I think that you could do a version of this that is randomized and that there is an audience for that. Uh uh I think that is something that Nintendo, or at very least the Legend of Zelda team, is extremely not interested in doing. Uh, any kind of randomized content <laughs> um maybe they'll prove me wrong i know you know randomized run-based games roguelikes are like super popular right now so maybe they will look at that and do something on that but i doubt it no, their- well like for one thing the indies are doing such a good job at it right Why right would you want to horn in on that territory and nintendo was totally happy like giving the the What's the Cadence of Hyrule first game team? Those guys. What's the... Uh, what's the, the The name of the game is Crypt of the Necrodancer. That's the one. They gave the Crypt of the Necrodancer folks, like, the Zelda license and said, hey, make one of those for us. And, like, they were totally happy to do that. But and I think that... a good game. I would... I, that's, it's a very cool game. Uh, But I think that as, you know, a flagship Nintendo franchise, they're not interested in doing that kind of content. So instead, you get this very, like deliberately laid out set mm-hmm. of challenges uh that where makes... they're like setting up for one thing in the next room yeah yeah they lay out like okay we're going to give you just enough equipment if you look for this here or you can find this and this will help you the next floor and stuff like that especially or when... like they'll give you like chakra something that gives you shock resistance it's yeah. like a prelude to you're going to need shock resistance uh-huh uh it's all very good the, the beginning trials are short. There's only two sections. There's, like, a beginning section that's just... It all, it warps... So you put the Master Sword in the pedestal. It warps you to, like, a... Uh, the test chamber tile set shrine-looking area. Only this one has, like, trees and grass, grass and in trees. it. Grass and trees. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's an aesthetic that you don't see anywhere else. You start with, you know, nothing. The beginning challenges are mostly just fighting, like blends and moblins and stuff uh there's a rest floor oh each floor has like a hidden chest for the most part too which is really valuable to hunt out oh yeah um i don't know if every single one does but like a lot of them do and so usually there's some good stuff in there that's worth sniffing out before you move to the next floor uh every like five or six floors there's like a rest floor where they will have very deliberate stuff laid out for you now, I'm pretty sure that when I made my attempt, I never even got to a rest floor. 
because when I saw you get to one of those, I was like, wow, that's nice. Um, so that's how bad I am at this. But you could you could do it if you just kind of – well, also you're playing on master mode most of the time, so. Uh, yeah, did I try the Trial of the Sword in master mode? I must have. Maybe that's why I was so bad at because it. Because then everything is just upgraded still, and that's – yeah. yeah, yeah. So that would make it a lot more difficult than what I did. Uh, yeah, the rest four has, like, chests with armor and stuff. There's, like, pools of fish, and there's, like, a cooking pot, which is, like, the big, oh, okay, cool, I can finally cook some stuff. <laughs> um, and it's, and, and a lot of them later on have, like, fairies in them. Mm. Uh, the second half of the beginning trials is on, like, a water tile set, where there's kind of, like, some weird little rocky islands, uh, and a lot of lizzle foes swimming around, which I hate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hate to see Very it. Very nasty. Um, the first time I played through, I got to one where you have to, like, take a raft to a floating fort and then assail this fort with a bunch of really powerful moblins. Yeah, I saw you doing that one. And that one that was what was got That was really me. cool looking. Yeah, it's rough. And they're like, you have to uh, approach it from a certain way and they all got, like, fire arrows and stuff and it's miserable. Yeah. Uh, it turns out, I found the ne- out the next day when I attempted it again, that was one away from the end of the beginning trials. The oh, next floor whoops. was a, uh, uh, what do you call Uh, Hinox. Which, oh. not too scary. Like, kind of scary because you can't take that much damage, but, you know, one lone Hinox is not as bad as some of the other challenges that come later. Okay. So I beat that. And then you go to a very cool chamber, which is like the the astronomy chamber what the big dome the big dome where you fight ganon yeah but there's like no floor so you're just suspended in the air there's like big stairs that like lead up towards a structure that you can't get to right away oh rad uh after beating the beginning trials you like draw the sword again and it powers up to a base level of like 40 whereas normally the master sword is base level 30 and then we'll power up to 60 sometimes. Sure. Uh, this time, it's now base level 40, and we'll power up to 60. And so each time you do it, it powers up another 10 until the end, when it's just now flat 60 all the time. But yeah. it still runs out of juice sometimes? I, can't, I I assume so. I don't really use the Master Sword that much, so... Okay. Uh, That's what I read. I, I would believe that. That still keeps it kind of balanced. Uh, so that's the So I beat that. My second run of it, I was like, I didn't, when I knew I was close enough, I'm like, I can get to the end of that one at least. And then I said, well, let me make like a half-hearted attempt at the middle trials and see how that goes. Okay. Uh, and it went well because I beat it the first try. Wow. What kind of stuff is in there? The first section, it's the airborne section, right? Yes. It is these massive chambers with a huge pit in the middle, usually. That has an up current. And then on all sorts of like unlevel little shelves are a bunch of enemies to fight. Okay. And so you have to like fly around and find weapons and then fly around and beat enemies without getting hit or falling into pits or anything like that. That sounds cool. Uh, the video I watched made it look really easy, uh, but it kind of kicked my butt. Ah. Uh, I was not feeling too confident getting out of the first set of floors there. Uh, maybe I did this one twice. 
I did this one twice. Ooh, yeah. What? Okay. I tried, I did not do this the first time. It's been a minute. Because I went back. Yeah. I, I didn't make it the first time. I think I died on the first set of stuff the first time. Because I remember doing the first couple ones twice. That's what it was. So first day, failed on the beginning trials. Second day, uh, beat the beginning trials, failed on the middle trials. Third day, finished middle trials, and finished final trials. That's the how those events took place. Okay. The second set of trials after getting through like the airborne assault stuff. Uh Oh, it's that one. It's the it's pitch black. They bring back oh. the pit, they bring back the pitch black thing. And so you are in the dark and there are enemies and you have to go around and fight enemies in the dark and it's good. That's rad. Uh, I'm mad that I didn't do this now. Fortunately, none of the enemies are too bad. You do have to fight a Hinox in the dark, like a more powerful Hinox in the dark. Uh, but it's not. But the is it the Hinox with anything else around? No. Okay. They don't pull that trick at all. I don't think. I don't think they pull that trick at all. Uh, so that set of floors, scary but not too difficult. Uh, and then the final set of floors is like the shrine set of floors where you just fight a whole bunch of the little guardian scouts oh. in, in like various uh, formations and stuff. And I actually stole a new combat technique from a video I watched, uh, which is you can stasis these guys and then use a spear to do a lot of damage very fast. Oh, okay. Because you can stasis them for a pretty long time, and it's pretty quick to charge up, like a spear attack compared to some other ones. Oh, okay. So I wound up doing that. There is one, a really good one, where you like walk in and there's immediately a whole bunch of guardians surrounding you, and you have to like try and deal with that, which is fun. Cool, cool. Uh, there's some ones where there's like a whole bunch of them, but there's like hallways and corridors, so you can kind of like take one on at a time. Here's sure. this other one, you know. Uh, yeah, anytime that you have a corner to help you out with a guardian, yeah, it feels a lot less scary, at least in my head. So it's not too bad. Um, and I got through that and was like, okay, that's not so bad. Uh, so then I went on to the final trials, which are like fun, but also <laughs> difficult. <laughs> fun, question mark? Like the, the gimmicks get really good is, is a lot of it. Oh, okay. The first uh, section is, takes place during Thunderstorm. Uh, oh. And has a bunch of uh, skeleton enemies. Cool. Uh, which winds up being easier than I remembered because I forgot that skeleton enemies are pretty quick to take out. Uh, sure, sure. You get a uh, bunch of the skeletal Bokoblins riding skeletal horses in one of the sections. Oh, cool. Uh, which is intimidating, oh. but not the worst thing. Uh, the last part of that section is a Stalnox in the middle of a thunderstorm. Awesome. Uh, and because you kind of have to work with the weapons you have, there's a lot of, like, using a weapon and then immediately switching out of that weapon. You, oh. have, to, you have to get really creative and pay attention to where the metal objects are in the area. Uh-huh. Uh, it's good. It's very good. 
there's a rest floor after that and then oh and they give you fire boots because the next section is the fire section <laughs> where there's lava everywhere <laughs> cool uh not too bad i think i managed to get some ice stuff before oh, where would i have gotten ice stuff i forget i don't i remember not having too bad of a time with this the 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 items in the environment that they lay out for you as long as you're paying attention to what is around kind of give you enough to deal with what's in front of you sure sure uh on the fire floors there's a rock octorok and on the previous oh. on the previous the uh, the the thunderstorm part there's a bunch of rusty stuff so if you bring uh -huh. it all with you to there you can get a whole bunch of good items that way uh the boss of that set of stuff is an igneo talus which means I did have an ice weapon at that point. Yeah, I had a couple ice weapons at that point. Like ice ice arrows and like one ice sword or something. Okay. Uh, taluses don't scare me at all. <laughs> the section after that is, of course, the ice section. Uh, they don't give you any uh, clothes for that. Oh. <laughs> well, did uh, you have like a fire sword to carry around? They give you like some spicy peppers and that's it. So it's like, okay, make your wow. food. All you get is this food. Jeez. Good good luck. Uh I think I might have had a fire thing too, but I was trying not to use it too much. Uh you know, typical ice section, a bunch of monsters and nothing unexpected. You fight a frost talus. Again, taluses don't scare me. Sure, sure. But what does scare me is the second boss after the Frost Talus floor, which is a Lionel. Oh. And here's how you beat Trial of the Sword. It's that as long as you're paying attention on the floors you're going around and you find all the hidden chests, you get a very small supply of Ancient Arrows. <laughs> <laughs> and you make sure to save those Ancient Arrows for when you really need them. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Specifically, this Lionel, and perhaps another Lionel later on. Wow, okay. So I uh, hit this guy with an Ancient Arrow. I think it didn't kill him outright because I missed, and that was terrible. Oh, gosh. So I had to shoot another one and was like, oh, I hope I didn't need that other one. Uh, but took care of him. Uh, the final floor, it goes back to being like big open area that's filled with like the ruins of like the Hyrule Castle Town area. It's got like oh. those walls and like the fountain and like stuff like that in it. Jeez. There's a bunch of guardians mostly in this section. And the guy I watched do it was very scared fighting these guardians and tried to do all sorts of weird stuff. Uh -huh. But I'm fearless when it comes to them and I will just plot myself self in front of them. And start reflecting shots. Okay. Because it's simply easier, and I'm better at it than doing anything else. Sure, sure. Uh, except well, for yeah. Except for those flying ones. Those flying ones are miserable. They have so much health. Yeah, they do. It's it's ridiculous. Uh. Yeah, and so you go through a whole bunch of stuff like that. Uh, the very last floor. Uh, you get plopped down, and there are, like, a battalion of Bokoblins on horseback, and a white Lionel 
running at you. Wow. With a guardian turret behind them. <laughs> and I got to this awesome. point and I'm like, I, uh, I'm just going to go for it. We'll see if this works. Um, very quickly tried to take care of the Lionel with one of my like last few ancient arrows. Managed to pull that off. Uh, had a really disastrous fight with a bunch of Bokoblins and then like got up behind the guardian turret carefully and dismantled it. Okay. And that's it. That's how you beat it. You just wow. care- carefully okay. de- carefully deploy your resources, make sure you're checking on everything. The guy I watched made a like a uh what do you call? A potion before he came in. Mhm. But I don't have the good parts to make the long-lasting potions, so I said forget oh, it. Oh, sure. Yeah, um, because you need, like, you either need good parts or you need to make it during a blood moon. Oh, I forgot about that. I forgot that was an element in the scheme that you could make. Ah, yes. Something Uh, that a bunch of people don't know, I think, is that if you're, and we haven't talked about it on the podcast, certainly, is that during the weird effects time of a blood moon, uh, stuff that you cook can have, like, enhanced effects or longer-lasting effects, or... I think can be even shorter for some reason. I forget the mechanics, but it's it's goofy. It's weird. It's like a randomized element to it. Yeah, yeah. Chaos element. Yeah. Uh, so that's it. Um, you finish that. You go to the, back to the big astral observatory chamber, and you get all the way up to the top. And there's one of those like monk chambers that they sit in at the end of shrines. Yeah, yeah. And it has seven monks in it. Oh. Uh, each monk has their arms arranged in a way to call back to the seven sages from Ocarina of Time. Yes. This is extremely weird. Uh, I don't think they're supposed to be those guys, but I do think they're very interesting guys. Yeah. So, like, the the, the text that, as I read it, talks about how these monks were like researchers researching the master sword and were like super into the master sword and created these challenges as a way to like unlock its power which means to me that like these guys were like these crazy like sheikah researchers a long time ago and i'm super interested in them and i want their story (laughs) (laughs) if we do if we ever did a Zelda tabletop campaign, I want to be that that to be my character, the guy that's obsessed with the Master Sword. <laughs> well, and there's there's um I forgot what it's called, but there's a a sword in the game that's like a knockoff of the Master Sword, right? In this game? Yeah. Uh It's not the Royal Broadsword, is it? That one would be swords, my first guess. One of the swords in the description of the weapon talks about how they were like trying they to like try to recreate the lines of the master sword yeah what is it called oh royal guard sword yeah here it is a sheikah made replica of the sword that seals the darkness it was made with ancient technology to oppose the great calamity but its low durability made it inefficient it's like textually this sword is something that they were trying to like make a knockoff master sword which is oh yeah fascinating yeah. That's, that's really good. That's so cool. So, like, these guys were the guys that made this. 
These were the I these guess. were the the Sheikah weirdos who were like, "Hey, I bet we could I bet we could make another master sword." And the answer is no, you can't. <laughs> Cuz that was made by the goddess. So, I don't these guys th- these folks are super interesting. Uh and then you get the cutscene of like Link pulling the sword out and now it's like permanently glowing like at the end of Wind Waker. Uh and you get like Fi doing the Fi noise and it plays Fi's theme. That's in fun. The, in the piano Breath of the Wild style. Uh she doesn't pop out or anything, but it's like extremely very specifically, yeah, I'm here. What's up? Yeah. Uh, that game's real. That game is real. That game is canon. Uh more canon than other stuff somehow. <laughs> despite all odds. Uh I th- again, I think it would be cool if she showed up, but also I don't think they have any interest in doing that. No. But who knows what Breath of the Wild 2 will look like? Who knows? Aonuma knows. Aonuma in his lair thinking about fee. Uh, uh, thinking about lava <laughs> he's like how do i put lava in the air <laughs> he's been he, he's been in sequestered for a month but nobody hasn't come out of his chamber <laughs> trying to solve the problem of how to put a volcano in his game that takes place in the sky <laughs> i i believe he'll figure it out i think he'll do it uh but that's pretty much the steel z it's not terribly exhaustive it's... but it is a fun thing I did have a yes. good time once I kind of, well, once I kind of knew what was in front of me a little bit. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like, um, you know, it's it compared to the other DLC, it might feel less substantial, but it's uh, it seems to be very deeply or specifically like designed, you know. Um, yeah, and in a way that I'm very sure was a ton of fun to make yeah i bet because like the the problem maybe with breath of the wild um is that like what am i trying to say every every combat encounter has been authored already and so i'm not sure if i'm making any sense but like i bet for the designers there was a big desire to make more to get more out of the combat system, I guess. Yeah. And by authoring these encounters, you can really show off the combat. Yeah. I think that bears out. Um, I bet the designers are really fond of the combat in this game. I've come around a little bit uh, with this, playing this specific DLC about like, okay, there's, there's something to be said here. There's, elements of trying to use like your charge attacks and like manage your 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 stamina meter and but still have enough stamina to like not yeah there, there, there's there's a balance there as far as like combat resource uh that i think is okay and i had fun with it here i think in practice in the overworld i get a little worn out on the combat uh-huh. i think sometimes the enemies just simply have too much health <laughs> yes but that's okay i just don't fight those enemies anymore it's fine i see a lionel i ignore it that's my policy yeah i'm excited to see the other dlc uh 
that I know relatively little about. We should probably do that. So you're trying, you're pretending that you haven't played any of it yet? Ryan, shush. Shush.